Hey everyone, welcome to the Super Review Show's live stream right here. This is our very first attempt to do this. This is Kyle, the forehead cushing. You may remember him yep. from a while back. Joining us as always, as as hopefully as he he you see you see him in the chat board. His name is Mr. Asim of Earth, aka Andrew Schultz. How are you doing, guys? Hello. All right, hey, I'm doing fine. Yeah, we're doing good. And uh, then we're for pardon our like strange setup here. We're just trying to do this the best we can. But tonight, for the next couple hours, we're just going to be discussing everything in the world of video games. And uh, whether it's Kotor, whether it's Call of Duty, whether it's Red Dead Redemption, I don't give a crap what we're talking about tonight. We're talking all things video games right here for you guys tonight. Mm-hmm. And uh, we hope you enjoy. I'm going to I'm going to let these two guys kick it off cuz they know no they know a lot of a lot more about video games than I do. So we're going to sit back, relax, and let them talk. So you can probably kick it off first. I'll kick it off first. I know what I'm talking about, but it's going to come later. All right. So I'm going to let Andrew, my good friend right here, kick things off tonight to say to share his thoughts on all things video games and where they stand right now. Andrew, my good man, take it away. Okay. So um, I guess I can start with uh, what games I've been playing recently. Um, that's probably going to give me a good rundown what games I play, uh, what my favorite game is. Um. So currently, uh, I'm a big, uh, somewhat of a first-person shooter person. I like uh, Bungie for their stuff with Destiny, and I'm playing Destiny Two right now. Uh, they had okay. a new, um, they have this new. Uh, I'm not sure if you're familiar with how these games do these things called seasons. So, okay. in video game terms, um, season every it's like every three months or so they have a set of content that comes out that for our players to play and, and partake in and um every three months that cycles out for new content which is the new season um so destiny this past week has started has uh, has had a new season come out that i've been playing a lot of recently um and that's been mainly my go-to for gaming recently is that have been destiny 2 um, they have there's a new thing called Season of the Splicer. Um, for I probably have like I played that maybe like an hour or two each day. Um, that's one of the games I'm playing. Uh, if I'm not playing Destiny Two, I'm playing uh, Battlefield Five because that was made uh, free to play. Not free to play. It's um for PlayStation owners. If you have a PlayStation Plus account, every month they release two free games for the month. He's cutting out a little bit. Oh, yeah. can you hear me? Is that good now? Yep, you're good. Okay. You're good. Sorry about that. Go ahead. So for PlayStation owners, if you have a PlayStation, you have a PlayStation Plus account, which is like a, a subscription service, you okay. are you they give out uh two free games like so every month for you to download and play. And one of the games this month was Battlefield 5, which is a World War II first person shooter in the Battlefield franchise. Um and that's been when I, if I just want to mess around with fun, my, uh, my brothers, I've, I've been playing that. Um, for uh, other games, if I just want to relax, I've been playing this uh, game from Ubisoft called Trackmania. It's like a little arcade racing game where you just you, know, you go around a custom track as fast as you can, pretty much. Um, mm-hmm. That's <laughs> nothing much else to say about that game. Um, so that's some of the games I'm currently playing. Um, every once in a while, I will go back into like uh, an old game that I 
would play from time to time, like Star Wars, uh, The Old Republic, or like Apex Legends, which is a free-to-play battle royale. Um, the Old Republic is in a weird space for me, in my opinion. It's like, I feel like at this point, this is going to be like maybe a hot take or something like that, but I don't think, I think they should stop like making content for the game store thing. I feel like the story at this point is, is sort of like ended, um, but they, they keep like making new story content um i know like back in december they had this massive um basically like a conclusion sort of thing for the main story arc that very much felt like a finale and sort of things but then like last month we had another story update come out like oh okay that's uh cool i guess so i I only really played when it was a major update now i used to play like like hardcore like every day i'd get on that game just to mess around and do stuff with it but now it's not so much um, or uh, Star Wars: The Old Republic. Oh yeah, yeah. Yep. I, I don't play as as much as I used to anymore. Back in 2017 and 2018, I was playing that game every day. I think I think it lost a lot of the appeal because it's not canon anymore. It's, it's I don't uh, think only Legends now. So, but yeah, that's that's just thing, for though, me. Like, that's that's a good that's a good take. Um, but I don't think that's the main reason. I feel like at this point, it's just um. It's sort of lost its flair. I feel like we it's it came out in 2012. So it's, it's also becoming very convoluted. Like it is. It is. And they just increased a, a in, uh, introduced a battle pass to the game which I yeah, completely disagree cool with. It's it came out in 2012 and I feel like at this point it's sort of lost its like like place yeah. or something like that. It's an old game. It's it's um it's like almost as old as Skyrim. Yeah, know, so exactly. It's, it's pretty old um yeah i i've been watching uh walkthroughs on that and it, the story as it went along got more and more convoluted so i kind of lost interest in it yeah it, I, I was heavily invested in the story up until um uh the main like these they had these two large expansions um knights of the uh, forgotten empire and knights of the eternal mm-hmm. throne after mm-hmm. Nights of the Eternal Throne, I sort of completely just lost interest with the story. Yeah. They had some good stuff afterwards. They, they brought, like, Timothy's on to do some story stuff from, like, mm-hmm. Zon from the Thrawn trilogy, but it, there's not really much of an appeal in the story for me anymore. Yeah, I think um, I think the Star Wars games are in the, heading in another direction, too, with uh, Ubisoft, where they're making that free roam Star Wars oh, yeah, game. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point that, that Ubisoft's making that um that open world game that it's been rumored it's been like that. I heard though that it's gonna be like a bounty hunter game. You're not gonna be a Jedi or set. That's a rumor. Yeah, okay. So um have you ever heard of have you heard of the game uh thirteen thirteen? No. It was a canceled game that was in production before the Disney purchase of Lucasfilm mm-hmm. that when Disney bought the, the franchise, it was canceled. Mm-hmm. You can find mm-hmm. a um, you can find a uh, like it's like they were shown off at like a tech demo, like a, like an eight minute long mm-hmm. gameplay segment of the game. Like yeah, that's right down there, um, in which it was it, it was like oh, a got it. you originally it was gonna be like you play as a, a bounty like a bounty hunter on Coruscant in like the slums of Coruscant, really cool setting. Yeah, and then eventually it became like a young Boba Fett game where you're playing as like a younger version of Boba Fett same setting and then eventually when um disney bought the rights for lucasfilm and Mm -hmm. they closed down the lucas arts uh games 
uh, the game was unfortunately uh, well, canceled. A lot, <laughs> well, a lot of games got canceled. They were going to make a Battlefield 3 in 2000. Oh, yeah, yeah uh, Battlefront 3, that was um, going to be front, one of them. My bad, yeah, Battlefront 3. Uh, they had a lot of concept art on that game. Yeah, and, and it was, it was um, funnily enough, like there's still a way you can play the story for that for the campaign for Battle, uh, Battlefront I, 3. Oh, wow, I didn't know that. There's um There was two PSP games for the... um. There's like Battlefront PSP. Really? It's like Allied Assault, something like that, or Galactic Assault, in which basically it's like it was mm-hmm. going to be the campaign of Battlefront Three. You know, like that. I was surprised. I just found out about that. Like I found out about it like a couple of years ago, and it's just like so. In a way, the mm-hmm. campaign still was able to live through to its end, but like the game itself was canceled. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there, were, there was, but that. 1313 was going to play like the uncharted franchise it's like mm-hmm. if you if you see the gameplay it's very uncharted like mm-hmm. um yeah <clears throat> but also the- i liked all the alternate histories they were going to do too um with the concept art i was interested in that too oh yeah it would have been i think a a game with a long shelf life to be honest uh a lot of different aspects to it. And I think it was going to be bigger than Battlefront 2, um, but never came because oh, Disney yeah. bought. Yeah. So, I was um, going to ask. Um, so I was, I was, you're talking about Battlefield 5 mm-hmm. and I, I, I am going to download that. I think this week now, my girlfriend and me played Battlefield 1 and Battle, or she played Battlefield 1 and Battlefield 5. And she thought that with Battlefield 5, they went in the wrong direction. Like it's not as, good as the as battlefield one um do you like the game or see that thing i i've only my experience with battlefield one i've only played the beta i never bought battlefield one i okay. wanted to i thought the setting for it was amazing it was like a world war one first person shooter that's that's like no one's ever done that before it's like it's really cool yeah. idea and concept um the only reason why i'm really playing battlefield five is because it was, it's, free. It, it's free yeah and they're making battlefield six right now so that's what like i want to play that, battlefield i'm game. excited for that yeah yeah i'm the, very excited for that i think they're gonna show it off next month or reveal it next month officially i think that would i, I saw some of the the, in, the engine they were using yeah, for it, it looks very some, like some uh screenshots were leaked or something like that it looks really uh, nice it's gonna be it modern was... again it looks, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm excited because I actually do like the modern battle battlefields. They're very good. I like Battlefield One a lot too, but the only problem I have with it is, is I, I like historical accuracy and, yeah, uh, with all the the soldiers running around with like submachine guns is a little. It, that that, was, that was one thing I didn't like with Battlefield One. I'm going to be honest with that because Battlefield One had um. It has, there's a great YouTube channel called GameSpot. They have a series where they have a firearms expert review guns in video games. Yep. And he did a video for Battlefield 1, and he basically summed it up as Battlefield 1's like a steampunk World War 1. Yeah. It's like an alternate I, There game. is... Well, when me and my girlfriend were playing, there was actually servers that people would make where they would have realistic guns. Yeah, so that, 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 that I kind of wanted to do. Yeah, so when I would play on that, I'd actually have more fun than when I would be playing. Like, I like the game as a whole. Like, I like oh, yeah. all of Battlefield 1, but it, I think the historical realism brings a lot more to it than mm-hmm. people think. Um, yeah, like where you can have the Gewehr, the Lee Enfield, the, um, uh, I think the Springfield was in that game. I'm not sure. But uh, yeah, I, I like that 
I like that. Um, the yeah, historical I'm, accuracy. Yeah, I want to say something about Battlefield Five and this um, stuff. It, Battlefield Five was launched in a, like was launched terribly. I feel like they revealed yeah, the, very the, that reveal trailer was really bad. Um, it was. It was bad. It, it, I got it, so I, mad. I feel like go the, ahead, go ahead. I feel like Sorry. the game didn't get like good media reception until the War in the Pacific trailer came out. That felt like a proper, like you know, battlefield experience-looking thing. Um, and also, they yeah. <laughs> they they make a World War II shooter, right? And at launch, you don't mm. include the M1 Garand, which is like the most iconic yeah. gun in World War II. Yeah, and and you know, like I heard some of the, well, I've watched videos personally. Some of the physics in Battlefield One is actually better than Battlefield Five. Now, there's some physics better in battlefield five but it wasn't like a step up i feel like it was like they gave like gave more customization options for battlefield five but they like lacked the physics and even like the gun sounds uh not as good as in battlefield one uh i like i got really upset when <laughs> they showed on the trailer the girl with the robotic arm oh I yeah that the, 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 the amputee is like oh okay i i see what yeah it was but like and it's not even because like you know, that honestly, like, that got me the most upset because, you know, in real life, when soldiers get injured like that, they, they, you know, it's not like they walk it off and put on a robotic arm. They have to, like, go home. They're done for the war, you know, and they have to live with that for their whole life. It's not like they just slap on a robotic arm and they're like, oh, let's go right. kick some Nazi butt. Yeah. It's kind of silly. But, but um, I'm, my biggest disappointment, though, when I, like, loaded up Battlefield Five. Is it's like there's a huge emphasis on the in-game store. It's like yeah. all the cosmetic purchase, like approachable options you can make. It's like, oh, mm -hmm. if you spend more money, you get coins. You can buy this cool-looking outfit for your guy. And yeah, like, oh. that's like that was the main focus of that. And that's what one of the things about people didn't really like it as much. And I agree with them. Yeah, that. I, I feel like as long as it's for cosmetics, it's fine. Like, I, because with me, like sometimes I'm cheap with that stuff. If if it's all like if it I have a problem when the in-game store starts relating to like skill and ability. Like you pay to be better at the game. That's when I start having a problem. Yeah, that, that if was it's for cosmetics. It was, it's, yeah, it's mainly for cosmetics. But I, I feel like that I don't feel like in Battlefield. I'm not sure if Battlefield 4 has anything like that. I feel like Battlefield 4, all like the cosmetics uh, stuff you earn so. by playing the game. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I do prefer that personally. Um, I know for Battlefront 2, they took away – they had those cosmetic options and they had like um, – like, uh, Battlefront 2, <clears throat> I want to talk about that. Yeah, they got time. rid of all that um, – yep. all that though. Battlefront 2 had and, a really good comeback. Um, yeah. Not, not Battlefield I've, 2, JT. It's a Battlefront. that all the time. Battlefront 2? And yeah. Battlefront 2, yeah. So Battlefront 2 um, had a much better comeback – and um, the only problem, like I love Battlefront Two. The only problem I had with it is some oh, yeah, of the servers. Was, there was some, there was the some server you can add, like, yeah, I get in a, a supremacy match for um, uh, like Age of Rebellion, and <laughs> like freaking Tie Fighters are like teleporting into the ground and stuff. It's just, no. <laughs> they need to upgrade their servers. But besides that, the gameplay, PvP, all that is great. Yeah. I mean, you. They have like they host one v one lightsaber duels, and it's a lot of its skill. And it's like I, a I, really I love good game the um, to just. 
I, I love the PVE co-op where you just like defend waves against waves of uh, enemies. Yeah, that was really same. Fun. Same, like, same. And then, then like they're okay. bringing back and Republic commandos, like and looking at making Republic commandos yeah. like, realistic. That was so cool. That, yeah, they they did really good with that. Yeah, they, they did uh, a good EK. job making that um, come back pretty much. And it's like they only had like a hundred people working on the game, and that's not a lot in terms of AAA gaming. I mean, yeah, like you, like I, I always get embarrassed because I'm an active player on Red Dead Online. Uh, I always get embarrassed when I see EA do better at fixing their game than Rockstar, like a multi-billion yeah, yeah, dollar I, I, company. Speak. If you want to segue into uh, Red Dead, I mean, like, or or Rockstar related anything GTA Red yeah. Dead, that's fine. I, I I played um last year Red Dead Two, yeah, Red Dead Two. Gotcha. Uh, la- last year um I played Red Dead Redemption Two for the first time, mm-hmm. um, and uh, it was um like in the right beginning of the pandemic, pretty much. Yeah, and I was absolutely blown away with the main story. I think that's like one of the oh, best yeah. stories in my in the gaming. Uh, Arthur Morgan, best like protagonist. Yeah. He was so good. Um, but the online just really killed my mood. I I I did not love that online at all. I hated it. <laughs> I I am an active member in online, and I hate it just as much as you. The only reason I have it is because I have so many online friends who play that game. And I'm in like a big PvP crew. So it's like I have to have the game. But when I get the chance, I do other things. Like, like I don't actively uh, play. Right, Like I don't want to actively play it. It's a game that has so much potential. Mm-hmm. But rock. But I think what happened is I don't know if you want to talk about like Rockstar recently. Uh, the um, company of Red Dead Redemption. Uh, yeah. I think they've been really money hungry lately oh you know it's and i think they're, they're all too- focused on the uh, gta yeah gta and um just the like milking that game they don't really care about they're starting i think my personal opinion i know it's like a hot take but i think personally more and more as time goes on they're caring about sitting on their cash not rocksteady rockstar oh yeah right. you're good uh actually i want to talk about rocksteady next um but uh rockstar likes to sit on their cash and not invest in new games like i know with gta 6 um i hope it's going to be good but you know instead of like caring about creating a good story and creating good like uh protagonists now they got rid of their main writer sam hauser or he left so i feel like gta 6 is not going to have as good as of a story um that's just my opinion uh i mean i could be wrong i mean we'll have to see um but I mean, yeah, I, I think that Rockstar has to not go. The direction they're going in right now is the wrong direction. I yeah, feel absolutely. like, yeah. But um, yeah, and I heard there was. Uh, did you see the map leaks? Apparently for uh, GTA Six. I no, or, I did not. I haven't been. I, I'm not really a big GTA fan. Um, yeah. So I don't really follow that sort of news. What, what, did they know like where well, it's going to be set or something like that? So I think what there, there's a few theories right now. They think uh, it's going to be in Vice City or it's going to be in cities um, across uh, South America. I heard some, one rumor about seven cities. I don't think that's true. I, I'm sure they're going to make it like Vice City and like Southern Florida or something. Um, yeah, Vice City. That's their like Miami like knockoff. Yeah. Right? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think I think that that's going to be the place. And I heard it might be set in the 70s or 80s. So that would be interesting. There's a lot of uh, baggage around 1980s Miami with the uh, drug war and stuff like that. So they can do a lot with that. Um, true, but I feel like that's been done already in other GTA. True. Games. I mean, the last Vice City game, that was that. It was the 1980s and it was during yeah. the drug war. So that, that was actually something I was going to say too. I feel like they should. So maybe they could make another you can make a lot of good storylines off of that i mean scarface all these like like uh there's a lot of 80s gang centered movies but um i feel like what i would like to see i'd like to see like a more modern take like in chicago or detroit or one of these cities that today is having a lot of problems and a lot of crime i i think that would that, be that, that could still be miami honestly <laughs> Yeah, yeah, still, but like if you look at Chicago, like the oh, murder yeah. rates, oh yeah, yeah, it's Chicago, like uh, yeah. more than New York and LA combined. And New York and LA both have bigger populations than Chicago, and it's like the city right now is a mess. They could do a big GTA game on that. They have the Great Lakes, they have Chicago. I mean, if you want, you could add Detroit to that too, because Detroit is not is like a two hour drive from Chicago. You could probably mm. put those cities in both the map in in case the city isn't big enough. I mean, you know, instead, but like I said, I feel like the fact that they're going back to Vice City is like that, like that notion that they're sitting on their cash and not being original. They're starting to turn into EA. That's what I feel. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I can see what you mean. Is that? Yeah. Um, Do you know what what, uh, developers not like EA, but still is owned by EA? What? Respawn Entertainment. I did not hear hear about Respawn. They are. They're the guys that did Titanfall. Really? Yeah, and um, most recently uh, they Apex? did a Star- they did Apex Legends yep. and uh, a Star Wars game. Uh, they did Jedi oh. Fallen Order. You talked to me about this. Yeah, it's um, honestly, I, I want to say something about Jedi Fallen Order because that's yeah, yeah. probably my favorite Star Wars game, honestly. Mm-hmm. Even which many people probably won't because it's like they still like Kotor a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, this game, it basically, if you want to get into like the Dark Souls like franchise pretty much you want to play uh ball in order because it's pretty much an intro to that franchise and uh-huh. game type um i had a great time with this game the, the, how it uh the combat worked how um the exploration is like old metroid prime like exploration i love that sort of stuff um and then the story was cool how like you're basically looking for um a holocron to uh, rebuild the Jedi Order. That's like the main like plot MacGuffin, pretty much. Um, and then and I really liked uh, just like the the look of the game. Just how it's, it's a it's a good Star Wars game. We haven't had a good Star Wars game launch successfully. I mean, like Battlefront Two is good now, but this was like one that had that launched without a problem. Oh yeah, there was it was a full single player. No microtransactions, Star Wars game in twenty what twenty eighteen? I think that's when this came out. It was twenty nineteen? Mm-hmm. That would have been under published by EA of all things. Yeah, it's like EA yep. gives respawn like creative. I, control I think over that with I think there's going to be a sequel, right? Oh yeah, I, th- I, believe, I think there's going to be a sequel to Fallen Order. Yeah, right? I believe respawn's already working on the sequel. Um, yeah, and I I have full trust in respawn and what they do because I I've never really played a game that i felt like in, that they failed on 
They're 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 a relatively new company. They made uh like I said, Titanfall was their first game as a as a studio. Mm-hmm. Uh, that came out I think 2014. It was a it was like a next gen title. Um, it was actually Titanfall two was free uh, a few months ago. Yeah, I, yeah. I it was, it. Um, yeah. What, so then Titanfall two came out. They made Titanfall two, which had a single player story that is was very enjoyable. Um, it's probably one. It's probably the best one. Uh, my favorite of uh, uh, FPS campaigns. Mm-hmm. Um, because the guys that made it, they also did Call of Duty. They made uh they made the first Modern Warfare game. I remember that. Yep. Mm-hmm. So um, and they have this really cool like time travel mission halfway through the game. I don't want to spoil it because there's some really cool stuff that happens in it. But like the movement in Titanfall Two was it, like, it's what made it really fun to play. It's, like you can yeah. have full creative control in your movement pretty much. I know with Apex too, that's one of the more popular PvP games now. I didn't have the chance to play it yet, but I know some of my online friends have played it and uh, they like the game. Yeah, so, so I'm not a fan. I really dislike like battle royale genres and stuff yeah, like that. But Apex Apex Legends is the only battle royale I played that I that I've enjoyed as well. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I'm not a fan of Battle Royale too, so yes. I, we have that in common. So nice. I think I think Battle Royale is a really cheap way to uh, like a way to market your game as like a full game. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, you can do so much other stuff with PvP than like just forcing everyone to the center of the map to kill each other. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I, I actually when when I play Warzone, I I rather play um, cash or what is it called? Um uh plunder where you can it's like a free roam mode where you have to get the most money to win okay. i'd rather play that than the actual like gulag and the and you know you start off with a pistol and the gas comes and pushes everyone together because it's just it's um i don't know i feel like i just feel like uh regular pvp is much more entertaining than Battle yeah. pvp yeah i feel like you like um what was it uh Titanfall too that's yeah Unless, i love Titanfall too yeah that, that game is it was really good um and uh i heard that um uh vader might be coming back for jedi fallen order 2 i'm not sure if that's true i think they said he might be a bigger enemy or a more main enemy instead of just popping up at the end of the game like he did for the first one yeah i haven't heard any like story um, development or anything cool i think i've be yeah. to see him yeah, his cameo at the end was really fun um I haven't heard it was anything. really cool. It wasn't uh, even a boss fight. It was a yeah, no. run for your life, you know? It was yeah, really that, cool. and, that, and that's how Vader should be. Yeah, he should be. Like, Vader, I was talking about this with one of my friends. Um, when it comes to, like, when you put Vader in video games, he has to be, like, a horror character almost because that's what he was marketed as, like, in the movies. Uh, he's meant to be, like, this really big villain, like, you know, who's like just gonna get stuff done and get what he wants you know but um sometimes they don't market him as that and and it takes away from the appeal of his character uh but jedi fallen order definitely did later right and um yeah i mean uh uh but hopefully like you, you see like um uh cal get better and maybe he can have a more prolonged fight with vader in the second one or maybe uh you know yeah, because he's he has a lot of progression still. One one thing um, that I would like to see in the sequel um, is I'm not sure if it's gonna be Cal again. I, if it is Cal, I'm I'm perfectly okay with that. I would I would like to see um 
and this is maybe just for like a Star Wars game in general, but I want a Star Wars game with a, like a really good character creator. Yeah, that would be good. Yeah, I I think that's a, I agree with you on that. Yeah, mm-hmm. because um, a game that I really love that has like mainly for its character creator, uh, Monster Hunter World, and like the mm-hmm. Monster Hunter franchise, mm-hmm. that game's character creator is so detailed looking. I it's, I really want to make a Star Wars character look like one of my monster hunter characters mm-hmm. yeah I, I feel like there's a because there's a lot of like the star wars universe is so big that you can like create a character the canon or stuff like that i feel like if they give us more creation options mm-hmm. people will appreciate the star wars franchise more because like that's what we all want to do as little kids is like play yeah. a star wars game and like as our and own like, character or something, and like you know? like star wars Guild of the public they have a character creator they can select whatever like a, from a select race like, if yeah. you want mm-hmm. but like it's not detailed enough no it's not not right. at all i mean even kotor K- K- no sorry kotor even kotor like you know you had the um the you can make Revan look however you want, but you yeah, really, it, but it was like only from like a select. Um, you, you yeah. can only be human, and it was just like a few tile sets. You couldn't like do a full like. Oh, I want to have a, I want to have a beard and a tattoo, something like that. Yeah, yeah, which would be very cool. Wrong Kotor, sorry. Kotor, yeah. Uh, Knights of the Old Republic. Yeah, I um. Before uh. I want to talk about Rocksteady and the Batman stuff. But before that, one more thing with K- KOTOR. Sure. Did you see the mod that they made for KOTOR 2, which, which added all the deleted? Um... Oh, I, I've played it. I played really? that mod. You did? Yeah, it's called the Restored Content Mod. Yeah. Um, it's supposed to be like as good as the first one. Yeah. I don't so, know. so the thing was, um, for those who are unaware, uh, KOTOR 2, the sequel to KOTOR 1, released uh, Unfinished. So, like, there was missing stuff from the game, um, pretty much. And yeah. there's a mod that someone made that restores all the missing content into the game. So, you, you get all the, like, all this missing, like, plot points from, like, the HK-47, like, factory. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, the true ending, pretty much, for the game. Mm-hmm. As well as a bunch of side stuff, as well. And um, I think back in 2019 or so, yeah, I believe that I played that mod for like the first time and it was, it's just a completely different experience from the regular kotor 2 experience mm-hmm. and like it adds so much and the story is complete it feels it's the complete game yeah and people say it's like super like actually the story and the character development is oh yeah on par with, with that mod yeah with that mod I, I i'd say kotor 2 probably takes for the best story like my best my favorite video game story mm-hmm. um but for like best star, my favorite Star Wars game, mainly for gameplay, I'm gonna go with Fallen Order because I, I yeah. like the combat Same. in Fallen Same. Order more. Fallen Order is a very good combat system. Yes, uh, I've, I enjoy it a lot. <laughs> it, it's um, oh yeah, go ahead. Oh yeah, I was gonna say uh, if you want to pull up Gotham Knights, I heard some news about that. Um, I heard it got delayed or something. News. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Me and my girlfriend have been wanting to play this game a lot. Uh, yeah, so basically, um, you get to play with four friends, or no, three other friends, and you get to go across Gotham. And uh, yeah, it's, you a, can't it's, a, play it's, a, it's a sequel to the Arkham game, right? Yeah, 
So what I heard is one thing that is a little concerning to me. I think you can look this up because I might be wrong. Yeah. Uh, look up is, is Gotham Knights made by the same developer as Arkham Origins. I want to see that because I think I heard that. And developer. Uh, developer, yeah. Uh, one sec. There we go. Sorry, guys. Uh, WB Games, Games Montreal. Yeah, and I think that's Arkham Origins too, right? To look up Arkham Origins game developer. Uh, hold on. Yep. Uh, sorry, everyone. I'm sorry. Arkham. Arkham. What was it? Origins. Arkham Origins. Or, Origins. Hold on. I think Origins. that is the same. I'm typing with one hand, so. Uh... Do, do, yeah, WB Games Montreal. Yeah. Okay. So. Um, yeah, yeah, I've so heard Origins what, um, was the weakest one. Yeah, so that's what I'm worried about. That um, the the whole spinoff spin in Arkham Origins really like, I, like I felt like Joker didn't need to be in the game. He was kind of like forcing the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that I'm a little worried because I don't think they understand what makes a Batman game like, uh, or like the people who made the other Arkham games, Arkham Asylum, Arkham City, Arkham Knight, Arkham City. Yeah, that's a great game. Um. Uh, I do like the boss battles though in Arkham Origins. They are, yeah, yeah they are, that's that's because the boss battles in the other Arkham games are like eh compared to the boss battles in Origins. But the story and the detective feel is a lot less. I feel like I I heard something that it's going to be more like a level up based game, Gotham Knights, okay, than a like Arkham game, which I'm I heard and I was a little worried about. I feel like. I, the, the main reason I play Arkham and the main reason I play like Batman games is to be a detective because that's what Batman is. Yes. Yeah. So if you make him like make it a game where it's like this uh, Elder Scrolls, like you have to level up to beat certain characters and, right. you know, or you can't like I feel like that's a little non Batman uh, yeah, when I saw it, it looks like it was more action oriented. Um, yeah. I want to say it's like uh, one of those beat em up games. Like a yeah. side scrolling being up, except it's not side scrolling, of course. But I am excited for the game. Like I am super excited for this game. I just some stuff that have been coming out have been like, eh, for me. And then you know? yeah, then it got delayed till twenty twenty two. Yeah, which yeah. I'm like super like bummed out about because I really wanted to uh, play the game like as soon as like you know I you know as soon as possible because I'm really looking forward to it. Um, I mean, it looks great. Like visually, visually, speaking, it's stunning. It looks beautiful. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I am excited for this game. Like the the, I like the um, combat system too. Like the way how they showcased it, where you can like you can play with your friend, and like your friend will throw up the enemy, and then the other one will kick them or something. And it's like yeah, teamwork based. And then each character has their own move set, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, would you want? Here's a question. Would you want Batman to show up at the end of the game as a okay, playable character? I actually, oh. since look, I, I, I've never played any of the Arkham games, but I know really? like uh, the I know the story pretty much. I think I okay. know I know how Arkham Knight ends. Mm-hmm. Um, with like Batman, you know, faking his death sort of thing. Yeah. Well, not, well I say faking because um, I'm we don't really. Sure yeah. This story is going to follow him faking his death to infiltrate the Court of Owls. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. that's what I think is going to be the plot of the game. That actually, I never even thought about that. I feel like that's actually probably where they're going to go with. He faked his death so he can infiltrate them because they're really secretive, and you know, if he's not faking his death, they're going to know where he is. So, yeah, I and, and, and I think in the world premiere trailer for this, they they teased the Court of Owls or something like that. 
They did, yeah. They yeah. had a whole section on it about them. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's what I think the plot of the game's gonna be. Which I think is interesting. I mean it Talon uh is probably as good as a fighter as batman so i feel like that is gonna be pretty interesting where you have a character that's almost as good as batman fighting you uh um so maybe you need to team up with your friends to take them down or something Hmm. so uh, i mean i feel like i'm excited for it but like i said there's a few things that that i'm worried about in terms of the developer in terms of how they handled the arkham origin story um and uh, how the game is, like some of the game mechanics are in terms of leveling up and stuff. But right. besides that, I think it looks solid. The the visuals are like really good. I think uh, how like each character has their own set of moves is really cool. I mean, you got Tim Drake who can do the teleporting stuff, and then um, I think Bat Batgirl's the only one who can like glide through the air. Um, it makes sense and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, it's I think it's pretty pretty interesting. But that's all I have to really say about that game. I mean, earlier you brought up, uh, you made a point of good boss fights. So I kind of want to segue into that, that into my next games or so. Uh-huh. Um, it's going to be two games, same developer. They're really good. First one's going to be Dark Souls 3. Oh, yeah. I played this one for the first time back in 2017, I think. Um, <laughs> this is my first introduction to the franchise. This is what got me into it. And boy, let me tell you, I absolutely love this. The boss designs, the gameplay was so damn good. Mm-hmm. Mm. And then um, I played through uh, an, a game by same developer but different franchise, uh, Sekiro: Shadows Die Twice. Mm-hmm. In that in that game, I I made sure I hundred percent. I got all the achievements in that game. Mm-hmm. And Sekiro, um, that that one game of the year back in twenty nineteen. And I have to say that it deserves that award, that um th- that gameplay, the boss fights, and how fast and brutal that game is is amazing. Uh-huh. Yeah, I I heard Dark Souls. I've never actually personally played any of the Dark Souls, but I've heard that the character bosses make people get like really angry and upset. How hard my, it is. My favorite part about uh, Dark Souls Three um is that uh is the soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Each boss has its own theme. And like, there's no, there's no music playing during the game. It's like music only plays when you get to a boss fight, pretty much. Mm. And when they, when the boss fight begins, it goes all out. Um, the first boss has like this amazing like orchestra and choir combination. Um, that's just, it, it makes you feel like, how is this the first boss of the game? And then of course he kicks your ass, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh. If you if want to get into the franchise, it's ironically, uh, Dark Souls Three is where you, uh, a good place to start. It's the most welcoming out of the main franchise. It's the only one I've played as well, but I feel like I, I agree with the sentiment. Like, yeah, if you want to get into the franchise, play Three first. It's the w- most welcoming. Yeah, um, yeah. And um, I want to carry, segue over to another game. Like I said earlier, uh, Sekiro: Shadows Die Twice. That game has a completely different move set and um, move mecha- like combat mechanics than three, where three is more uh, like you're you're slow. You 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 have a shield with you all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, you you can take blows. You know, like you have a stamina bar, so it's very like heavy handed. Like you hit everything very hard. Mm-hmm. Um, Sekiro, on the other hand, that's all fast combat. You have to parry. Like you have to. 
you have to press the block button at the right time to mm-hmm. um, basically uh, damage your opponent's uh, like posture meter. It's like you have the little bar that fills up over time. And mm-hmm. when that breaks, then you could get like a critical blow in on them. Mm-hmm. And then this leads to um, some insane fights where you're just like blocking left and right. And um, at, like at really fast speeds and critical moments where you have to, then you have to jump like avoid a sweeping attack or like step on the guy's blade to block it It is it Mm -hmm. was probably one of my favorite like combat mechanics out there it's probably like yeah i'd say it's my favorite um like combat system in all video games Mm -hmm. uh yeah i've heard of that game too never got around to playing it sadly though yeah that that's another game um I, i i recommend playing it's it's weird it's like it's an it's a game that I, like I said you I play I recommend playing um like Fallen Order to get into it because mm-hmm. Fallen Order's combat system is very similar to Sekiro's, um in which if, I also if, if, felt like Fallen Order uh, uh it reminded me uh, I think a Ghost of Tsushima a little bit uh not completely uh but some of the combat reminded me of that yeah so um. In Fallen Order, you know, you, you can you can block, you can hold your block button, you'll you'll block enemy attacks coming towards you. But in Fallen Order, if you press the block button right before the enemy attack lands, you get a parry pretty much, where you basically you stun the enemy. And that's very much similar to Sekiro's. Sekiro is all about blocking at the last second to parry the attack, and then you can counterattack. Yeah, I I haven't. Um, I know like some of the like the Dark Souls and uh, oh, I've I haven't heard much of Sekiro, but I've heard Dark Souls has like a really good combat system and yeah, uh, there it's very like you got to learn, you got to practice, learn, learn the dodge moves, learn the oh, yeah. like, stuff what, like that. The difference with it's so funny seeing the difference between the Dark Souls combat system and the Sekiro combat system, even though the game's made by the same developer. It's like it's a completely different mm. play style. Yeah, they probably like, did that on purpose. Yeah, it, it, it's kind they of probably funny did it on because purpose. It's like, you know, when you when you when you play Sekiro after playing Dark Souls three, you want to or like a Dark Souls game. I I tend to approach fights in the Dark Souls manner. It's like, oh, but this is not Dark Souls. This is Sekiro. I have to be much faster. I have to be more aggressive than Dark Souls. Mm-hmm. So being defensive in Sekiro is like a it's not going to help at all. You have to be aggressive in that game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, like, and once that combat system clicks, it's like you're all set. It's, it's amazing at that point. Yeah. Hey, also, to, to I, I came up, well, I thought of, uh, have you ever played Elder Scrolls? I have not, but I know a lot of people love that franchise. With, um, yeah, go to Elder Skyrim. Scrolls 6, maybe. Elder Scrolls 6. There's been yeah, a lot of news on that. Like, oh, there's been news about this recently. I haven't been aware of that. Yeah. So, well, I don't, I don't know if they confirmed it or it's like, it's like semi rumor, semi confirmed. Um, uh, apparently the game is going to be in Hammerfell, uh, which is the area, like it's a desert area with okay. um, orcs, uh, I think red guards. And then I think also what's added is um, high rock. So the place, um, where Elder Scrolls Daggerfall took place. So that's very interesting. 
but I know probably if there are any gamers watching, uh, they probably know that they're a little concerned about the engine that it's running on. So hopefully Bethesda took this extra time from the reveal to now to um, <laughs> make their engine a little better because they're running on like a 2002 or 2004 engine. All well, I know, me... all I know about six so far is that there's no release date set in stone, and that it's going to be exclusive to the Xbox or something like that. It's going to be a PC port, of course, but like for consoles, it's mm-hmm. only going to be on Xbox. Well, I heard they're going to actually add it to PS5 too. Well, actually, let's look that up because this is yeah. So, so um, confirm it. I'm not yeah, sure. So, you... so Elder Scrolls Six is running. Up... Yeah, Bethesda was bought out by Microsoft. Yeah. I do know that. But um, this the problem is is Elder Scrolls Six is running on a engine that is this game, so it's a little bit concerning. Uh, I hope they upgrade the engine or make a new one uh, when people start complaining. But let's see, Elder Scrolls Six uh, consoles. Let's see, just to make sure, because I could you could be right. Consoles. Yeah, I think it's like they want to have it be on Xbox first, and then like have a yeah, PlayStation release like date later. Uh, yeah, I don't care. Yeah, potentially, yeah, which would leave PS5 players out of chance to play the Skyrim sequel. That would be very disappointing. I feel like they would make more money doing both. Yeah, well, if if you look at how much that uh, Microsoft bought. Bethesda for I'm pretty sure they want it to be exclusive to Xbox. Yeah. Um where's this? Where's this the uh, scrolling down? Uh JT. I uh, think it's yeah, it's two fingers on the iPad or something like that. Okay, no, yeah. Uh, so there's a lot we don't know about other scroll six, but at least we know uh okay, yeah. So really quick. Tyler Thunder, welcome to the chat board. <laughs> uh he, he's a long time viewer, man. He's waited a long time for this. Uh other going on yeah, Microsoft bought Bethesda for 7.5 million last year and rumors are swirling that Elder Scrolls PlayStation boss Jim Ryan was unsure if Elder Scrolls would come to PS5 and Bethesda recently confirmed that there will be some Xbox exclusivity for this future series some yeah. um I might just get Elder Scrolls 6 for PC then I mean yeah. I don't you get mods at that point too because I have a yeah I'm gonna get a PS5 so I'm go for it yeah <laughs> if I'm, you can find one <laughs> That's true. Oh my god! Ridiculous. Speaking of uh, Bethesda, um, JT might be interested in this one, but they're making an Indiana Jones game. I yeah. he- I heard about this too, and actually, I, I did a uh, I did a trailer review for it. I got it. I did oh, nice. a trailer review for it too, which was great. Yeah. So um, uh, go ahead. So for when it comes to video games, there's a there's always a developer and then there's a publisher. So yeah. Bethesda owns is not really developing the Indiana Jones game. Uh, the developers are Machine Games, and they're making they're being it's being published by Bethesda because Machine Games is owned by Bethesda. Mm-hmm. So, um, Machine Games they recently they're the ones that recently made the Wolfenstein games. Mm-hmm. So, um, it's a similar way in there in which you're killing a bunch of Nazis, pretty much. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, but this is um. There's not really much to say about it at this one, other than because we just have that trailer that just came out like last month. Yeah. Um, actually, this is actually a good carry point because the reason why this made such a big splash was the fact that Indiana Jones is a Lucasfilm, a Lucas Arts title. It's a 
you know, LucasArts Games, pretty much. Um, and EA was, was in the contract for publishing rights for all Lucasfilm games, like all Star Wars games. They have that license, yeah. that 10-year contract. And then earlier this year, they announced that, hey, Ubisoft is making a Star Wars game. Like, whoa, that, that means, like, EA has lost, essentially, the contract. They, mm-hmm. It was originally going to go to, like, I think, like, 2024 or something like that or 2023 they still had some years left on it but then i think like i think disney like pulled out of it and said like hey we're going to give the games to other developers we'll give the rights to publish games to other developers and i think like that's a, such a good move on disney's part i think oh yeah because that well that, 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 that could bring back to the like the old golden age of lucasfilm games in which there was mm-hmm. always like a major title coming out each year pretty much I think that would be a very good step for Star Wars. Competition always leads to better um, competition, especially in markets, always leads to a better quality. So I think that if EA realizes that these games are going to be better than theirs, they're going to start upping their their game. And if not, then they're probably going to sell Star Wars away. So, Well, yeah, uh, I feel like at, at this point, it's, um, I know Respawn is currently making a – they're making a sequel to. I firmly believe they're making a sequel to Fallen Order. Um, mm-hmm. at, but every other game that was rumored to be in development by EA was canceled. Like the studio was closed down. It was. Um, yeah, like a bunch of studio, like developer studios, were closed down. Um, I think Remedy was one of them, something like that. It was like one of the developers for the Dead Space franchise. They were shut down, and they mm-hmm. were working on a. Uh, star wars video game um that was going to be the spiritual successor to 1313 that's why i mm-hmm. brought it up earlier and that's why i want uh, i brought up uh, 1313 up earlier was because i think the next that ubisoft game you mentioned mm-hmm. that they're working on is the spiritual successor to 1313 mm-hmm. um ubisoft has always worried me though too like especially like, yeah no, well, they they have they don't have a good track record as of they, late yeah, well, actually, um, I've been playing Assassin's Creed Valhalla. This one right here, mm-hmm. um, I still have that actually downloaded on my um, on my um, PS4 right now. It's actually a solid game. The only problem I have with it is that more and more for each Assassin's Creed title, the story is becoming more convoluted. Yeah, and I, I want to actually bring up to a, a good point I had with um. Assassin's Creed franchise as a whole. Like I haven't played a single one. I mm-hmm. want to get into the franchise, but the problem with Assassin's Creed is like, like I love the setting, I love the history stuff, but they ruin it with the modern day stuff. I hate that. Yeah, like, I, I wish they just stopped the modern day stuff. They have. They've been having a problem getting away with it. There's like this since the first one. It's always been like, you know, the the Templars and then the assassins. Yeah, they control the world. Uh, and you know they fight each other for and then, and uh, like their philosophies, time. and you have this character who, in the Assassin's Creed universe, your genetics are you your genetics hold the memories of your ancestors. Yeah, so, so then like oh they use this machine that allows you to go back and see what your ancestors did. Basically, yeah. how you play as the history part. And now, I. I do like some of the lore where you go back in time to the first civilization and I don't know, they're called the Isu or something. And yeah, something like it's that. It's really nice. Uh, that's okay. I mean, I like adding extra stuff to the story, but 
the story is less less about assassins and more like uh, the assassins versus Templar, which the games were set to be about, like mm-hmm. two philosophies fighting each other. Are humans bred to follow or are humans free uh have free do, do humans have free will yeah and then um, it boils down to this like end of the world now plot. yeah and now it's like end of the world or you just like oh we like vikings so let's make a viking game there's no like philosophy behind it anymore it's just like what looks cool mm-hmm. and I, I also don't like the um at, when the like the soft reboot they did was origins where like they changed the gameplay drastically yes. from yeah. i know i know when um think syndicate that was once in london yeah i know when syndicate got came out that's when people started getting tired of like the formulaic gameplay i I do like how they changed it with origins but i'm not just not a fan of the new stuff really well like i the only thing i can say good about origins and valhalla is the combat system i would like but this but that has but they've but with the improved combat system, they've brought down the the parkour and the um, stealth uh, aspect of the game, which they could add both. Like, there's no reason you can't have both to the game. But uh, I mean, I, I like Assassin's Creed Valhalla. It's a a decent addition, but it's not like the old Assassin's Creed. It's not like uh, honestly, I even like Assassin's Creed Three better, even though I know that's a buggy mm-hmm. buggy mess. Go ahead. I was going to say, I, I don't mean to cut you off your conversation, mm-hmm. but I just want to point out in the chat board that there's a longtime viewer of ours here on the Super View Show, Tyler Thunders in the chat board. I just mm-hmm. want to give a shout out to him. He's, he, we're right now where I'm talking to him separately from your conversation. And he's talking about, he says, quote, No Man's Sky is one of my favorite games. It had such a terrible launch, but it had a great comeback. Very awesome game now. And the thing I love about it is all the updates and patches are free. Oh, yes. Um, I love No Man's Sky. I consider No Man's Sky to be the greatest video game comeback um, like of all time. Better than Battlefront 2, yeah. Even better. Even bigger than that. Yeah, so there are three games I consider to have great uh, comebacks. Number one, No Man's Sky. Uh, Number two is going to be Final Fantasy XIV, which is like an MMO. And then number three is going to be Battlefront 2. But No Man's Sky had a really bad launch, and like I remember playing that launch. I was like, it was dead. The game died so quickly. There yeah. was nothing to it. And now then, um, it's, it's they, so yeah, they just like kept um, updating it pretty much. I remember there's a really good video on YouTube by I think the Internet Historian that did a whole entire breakdown of why No Man's Sky failed at launch, and a lot of it was due to like mm-hmm. the main developer being terrible PR, and which like he kept making promises during like interviews like multiplayer or stuff like that and then it never happened and then like everyone got mad about it then they went like dead silent for like three months and came out with an update and then they kept making more updates and next thing you know no man's sky next comes out which is like the main update that was everyone said like this is the main comeback is no man's sky is actually like a game now and that's yeah. when I really enjoyed it. Um, and I got to say, I love the soundtrack to this game. The, the soundtrack to this game is done by uh, this band called 65 Days of Static. Mm-hmm. And they, are, they, they have some really relaxing stuff. I love them. No Man's Sky is actually the biggest game map oh, yeah. out of any game ever. I think it's like self-creating. Yeah, like so it's, um, it's, it's procedural generated. Yes. Um, and yeah, it's like the biggest one. 
uh, for like ever created for the video video game. That was one thing that was not a lie when they were talking about it for release. Yeah, it, it and it's and I I don't know if this is true, but I think my friend said that like it's not even fully explored. The, yeah, no, it's procedurally it, generated. I don't, but, like, I don't think that game will ever be fully explored. Uh, you yeah. can encounter random people in your journey. It's like you come across a system and someone else would come into your system. Like that's really cool. Yeah. But I don't yeah. think you ever find a part where it's like, oh, no one's been here before. Or, or it's like you never get to a part where there is nothing lo- left to explore. Like yeah. there's always something to explore in that game. Mm-hmm. I just want to point out to you guys that he's uh, he's also saying in the chat board, uh, the next free update is going to be combat themed, which is pretty cool. Oh. Well, that should be interesting. PvP, maybe. Yeah. Uh, some PvP is always interesting. Yeah. If you, it, uh, Tyler Thunder, if you have any other like suggestions on stuff like that, let me know. Oh. Oh, that's my that's my girlfriend. Uh, hey, how you doing? <laughs> Moonless night, how you doing? It's good to see you. You can play RDR two with VR. Oh, oh, that's, so that's actually a, very really? interesting. That's okay. a thing now. I guess so. You can play RDR two with vr oh nice um i did not know that uh i'm actually stumped right now i i wonder if it's for campaign or if it's for online i think it's gonna be for single player probably for single player that'd be pretty uh, i know who me who's like a very big person in pvp i i can't see you playing vr for like p like online it'd be too hard yeah, it's um, VR is a it's sort of a niche uh, thing right now. Very few games can do it well. Um, that's, that's actually a good segue because um, there's a uh, like I said, it's, most VR is tech demos. Um, very rarely is there like a complete game that's just VR. Um, I think the best example of a VR game was one that came out last year called Half Life Alex. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a uh, a full VR experience, like from what I hear. Um, um, so I, 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 because she brought up Red Dead Two, I'm remembering. Yeah. Uh, I forgot news. Um, I it's probably a little biased because I play Red Dead a lot, but it's also for GTA players. Mm-hmm. There's two summer updates coming out for each game. Now next week they're coming out with eight new races. So hopefully, so. This is going to be a hot take. I was talking about this with my girlfriend yesterday. There's a lot of problem with Red Dead Redemption racing. Mm-hmm. Uh, one is the gun. They, they have guns in racing. And the yeah. second one is, for some reason, when you're racing your horse, when you get to first place, they start slowing your horse down. So hopefully, I'm hoping Rockstar listens to fans and they just make a generic race that's just normal. Like, it's like whose horse is the fastest because there's a lot more that goes into horse racing than just the stats. It's your handling. It's everything. There's a lot of stuff to horses in Red Dead. So I'm looking forward to that. I'm going to be playing that when it comes out with some of my friends. Uh, I did not hear about... Oh, also, um, for the summer update for Red Dead, and we can look up GTA next... Um, for the summer update for Red Dead, uh, they are going. I heard they're going to be adding robberies finally. Oh, and about time! Like, I th- I actually, I was going to ask about that. Do they, are yeah. they going to have like heists so, and stuff? Yeah. I so apparently they're going to start soft with like robberies. Hopefully, after that, they come out with like a um, bank heist. 
Yeah, like a bank heist or the only bank heist they have is really lame. It's just a uh, it's a mission. It's not like anything you, where you have any uh, autonomy to like choose how you're going to rob the bank to choose how you're going to which bank you're going to hit. It's just you go in, get money for someone and get out. It's lame. Uh, but hopefully this is a step in the right direction. And if not, uh, just use it for uh, the next G- uh, GTA Online. I mean, and um, could you look up uh, GTA Online update? I heard about the Red Dead update, but yeah, uh, online summer update. Online summer. And after GTA, I just want to bring up uh, Tyler's bringing up another thing too. Uh, uh-huh. It's about Cyberpunk 2077. Oh yeah, we should probably talk about that too. Uh, what's a GTA Online summer update? Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, whoops, wrong word. Wrong word. Hold on. Sorry, everyone. Update. There we go. Let's see. It's just images. Uh, is this it? The summer? Uh, you tell me. Um, details. Stunt races. Okay, so like Red Dead, there's there's new, uh, new eight new races, um, and then they should say about the summer update. They just should give us, um, just because I know more people play GTA Online, so it'd be a little yeah, unfair yeah. if I didn't. It's funny because GTA Online is like the still one of the most sold games. Yeah. Each year. I mean, if I could, I would only talk about Red Dead, but that would be like biased. So GTA Online. Uh, Good stuff. High action crews in the street. You know, yeah. The, the, the races. Okay. Um, uh, shortly thereafter, futuristic deadline mode will set. Okay. So there's new modes coming out um survival mode yeah i heard about that in uh oh yeah survival mode for red dead i heard about that too i didn't know much about that but um yeah so same thing eight new races so yeah it's gonna be races new modes new stuff i don't know how big it's gonna be but hopefully it's gonna be somewhat big hopefully they add horses for my girlfriend because she's obsessed with horses so got the horses in the back right (laughs) horses that's right best song ever so yeah cyberpunk if you he wants us to talk about that cyber so we got so many requests in the chat where this is great yes cyberpunk 27 uh that's the release date sorry uh he was just bringing up how he's uh he said he talked about i hope cyberpunk 27 to 2077 can make a no man's sky style comeback as well yeah that game uh, oh my god yeah so 2077 that game uh, i remember the advertisers for this this was like uh, so my opinion it's so bad i couldn't i couldn't play the game for more than like two hours I just got sucked out of it because of the bugs. You still can't. They was it. It was you still can't buy it on the PlayStation uh, mm-hmm. store. They because yep. back when it released, it was so bad. People wanted refunds. Sony removed it from the online store, and now you yep. still can't buy it for a PlayStation yep. Four at least. Um, it was it bad or was it good? It was bad. It, it was, it, it, okay, so wait. Actually, wait. It was decent on PC and I think next gen consoles, which no one has. It was yeah. only good on those things. For most players who have an Xbox One and PS4, the game was virtually unplayable. Mm-hmm. Um, and the biggest lie about it was like when they had when they were marketing all the trails and gameplay, they they would say this is on PlayStation Four or Xbox One. And then when they got the game, it's completely different. There's t- tons of bugs everywhere. It was still buggy on PC. Um, it, it it launched in an incomplete state, pretty much. Ugh. And so now they're focusing on making uh, patches to update it, essentially. 
I was gonna say I remember all the like the, the on TV they had actual like like on ESPN and stuff like that they had advertisements for it. Oh yeah, you uh, you you get ads for t- uh, for video games everywhere. That's simple right. marketing pretty much. Right. But um yeah, you know, but like you have a you have the like, Keanu Reeves and all the ads because he's a actually like a major character in the game, where the character he plays. Um, one more thing, by Tyler Thunder about Cyberpunk. He said, uh, he said, the free patch 1.3 will be out for Cyberpunk 2077 soon. Hopefully, it will get the game in a good state. I mean, yeah, that's one yep. thing. You, like, you want to wish games to do good, but it's just like, I, I, I have no idea what to think of Cyberpunk. I know, uh, was it CD Projekt Red? They did a good job with the Witcher games, and like everyone yes. loves the Witcher games, and I mm-hmm. want them to do good with cyberpunk but like in the state they released it in it's just absolutely abysmal terrible terrible yeah there's so many funny meme videos that still come out oh, yeah. like, cyberpunk. <laughs> like it's like oh they fixed cyberpunk and it's like a 10 second video yeah. your character's like near a bridge and then he gets thrown across the city room <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's funny that's awful. um yeah uh the, the chat blown up thank you so much everyone you guys are amazing um <laughs> but do you play Fortnite? <laughs> no, Karina. No one plays Fortnite here. Okay. Uh, you already sorry. said it was a bad. Andrew, do you play Fortnite? No, I refuse to play Fortnite. <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> She's just joking, though. Uh, she, she also brought up Minecraft as well. Yeah. So Minecraft actually, I did want to talk about that. Are we going to talk about Minecraft? Um, yeah. Um, right, we're gonna take a I heard uh, that they're going to add ray tracing to Minecraft. Oh yeah, uh, they already did. Um, they already did, right? For yeah. the new consoles. Uh, oh, for consoles, I'm not sure, but PC you can do it. Um, or PC, yeah. And it's, I've seen videos of it. It's um, it looks uncanny realistic at some points. It's so funny. Yeah, it's really cool. I cannot wait to try it. It's definitely interesting. My, Minecraft been... is a game that like, um, I won't touch for like a good half of a year, and then all of a sudden I'm playing it like day in and day out because um, yeah. my, brothers, my brothers we just create a new world, open up a land pretty much, and just play together. It's, it's it's really fun at times oh yeah i mean uh it's a game that you just uh really it's like a game well i know from my, from my personal opinion, when i like play call of duty red dead online pvp or gt or no um like battlefront or something i'll go to minecraft to like cool off it's like a very relaxing game uh it's yeah. it's it's and it's for everyone you know yeah uh, uh what it's speaking of relaxing games um this was a uh, back at the start of the pandemic. Yeah. I bought the game like a year beforehand, but I didn't really get into it. There was this little game called Stardew Valley. It's made by one guy mm-hmm. who does all this, all the the music, the gameplay, the writing, pretty much. He's all done by one guy, and it's just a little farming game. They just make a farm, pretty much. Mm-hmm. And that was like at the beginning of the pandemic when I was unemployed, pretty much. That was like my like therapy for like. For four hours a day pretty much i would play the game non-stop oh yeah i got really into it at the start of the pandemic you could not uh, what did tyler thunder ask oh yeah i was just want to say Ty, uh, tyler thunder has a quick question in the chat but i'm looking to get your you both your opinions on it uh do you believe the rumor that gta 6 will release in late 2023 you can go first talk to me um oh, so, I, this is all you guys i have no idea okay mm-hmm. so 2023 um that sounds likely, but I'm going to say 2024 with the current state of how well GTA Online's doing with the money making. Mm. Yeah. You know, I, I actually do agree with you there. I think 2023 or later. I don't think 
that they're in a rush to sell the game with how much money they're making from uh, GTA 5, which again is unfortunate because they're cash sitting. They're not investing in new games or new game mechanics, which can yield them more money. Uh, but yes, I do agree with you. I think 2023, 20, but most likely later. I think they're going to really sit on GTA 5 on line mode, unfortunately. Gotcha. All right. I build everything in Minecraft while Kyle L eats the food. Yeah, you're lying. I get you all the okay, whatever. I get <laughs> yeah, my, Minecraft is um it's like a bad day cure, pretty much. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um any else for GTA six comments, concerns, questions going on once, twice. No, I, I think that's uh I think that's pretty good for GTA. Yeah. I mean how how long how big of a time spent is in is in between the other games? Oh, do you know when GTA five release? Guess. <laughs> Uh, was it 2015? 2013. Oh my god! Wow, it is cool. almost 10 years old. It's it yeah, was, and That's it's right. still one of the most actively played games. Yeah, it's been released on three different console generations. It is. Yeah, I I don't like some of the way GTA Online has gone, like with the flying cars and stuff. I do find yeah. that annoying. I, no one likes that. The <laughs> PvP two and GTA Online. Okay, GTA Online has everything better than Red Dead. The only thing better Red Dead has, and it's kind of sad, is just gunfights. That's it. See, I, I like Red Dead much more for its setting. Um, yes, yeah, I, I'm I know it's Wild West. I know it's yeah. GTA. Um, I know people really like that game is for like modern day stuff, but like I don't like the, I guess the wackiness of like that's in the GTA. Yeah, yeah, it's Red a little much. Red Dead Redemption is much more serious. And GTA like. 4 actually is a lot like Red Dead 2. It's a lot more serious GTA 4. The co- mm-hmm. the only pro- wacky thing about GTA 4 is the how bad the cops are at bringing you down. But besides that, I mean, it's a very grounded, realistic game. Uh, GTA 5, yeah, a little more wacky, which yeah. I don't – personally, I don't like. I think it's a lot uh, – it makes the story worse. It makes the online a little goofier. Uh, but it keeps some people on. So, I mean, as, as, if they're getting people on it, then they must be doing something right. So, yeah, <clears throat> that's good. A- any uh, any other comments, questions, concerns for GTA 5 or 6 or 12? Any other thing? Okay. What else we got? We got, uh, oh, what, who was it? Um, you know what? I the, For the guy who doesn't play any, any video games whatsoever, I like to bring something up. Animal Crossing. What? What are we? <laughs> it's still a video game. We can. It is. Of, it is. We can talk about it. We can talk I, about. Yeah, it. I played this at the beginning of the pandemic as well. Um, when it it's very out. addicting. Yeah, it was. I know. Um, I, I I played it for like a good couple of weeks when my younger brother got it. Then I I stopped. But I I do appreciate it for what it is. I've um, never played it, so I don't. I don't know how it's, it it's, is. Or... It's just a. Re- it's just a relaxing game, pretty much. Um, it's so funny how this game came out the same day as like the new Doom game came out. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone was like, it was like a fandom uniting, pretty much another fan. Yeah. There was like, there was no conflict. There was no clash. Everyone was having like a good time with their game, and everyone was happy. It was so weird. It's funny at the same time. Yeah. The only, the only reason why I brought this up is because a friend of mine, Alyssa, I'm calling you out live on the internet. That's okay. Alyssa, my good friend, plays this until like God knows when in the morning. So, and I just want to give a shout out to Alyssa and Animal Crossing, how addicting it is. That's about it. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, really quick. Um, oh, here's a good one on Bully 2. Oh, yeah. This, so, Bully is another game that Rockstar made. And it's a it, Rockstar game? Yeah. 
Yes, and like no one, and they never made a sequel to it. Everyone <laughs> wants a sequel to Bully. She's coming after you. No, it's just joking around though. All right, go ahead. Uh, yeah, Bully 2, I'm excited for. Actually, one of my friends uh, uh, on uh, uh, who's like an active rock star follower like me is very excited um, for Bully 2. I really hope they give attention to Bully. It's a great game. The first one, I liked it. Uh, what was it about? Um, it's, it's pretty much like GTA in high school. Yeah. Oh, that's even better. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah, you're pretty much a bully. That's pretty much what it is. Wow. That's wow. <laughs> okay. But I mean, it's, it's, it's a very good game. I played it so long ago. I barely remember it, but for when I, when I did play it though, it's, it's a pretty solid game and I can't wait for the second one. Yeah. If it, if it ever comes out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Andrew, anything on bully too or anything? No, I'm comments? good. Uh, do you guys have any other games you want to talk about, or? Yeah, actually, um, do you want to talk? Yeah, about... you can go. I'm I'm pretty good. With the uh, so we got. Do you have any games that you feel are underrated, or Pac-Man? franchises that are no, underrated? Uh, Pac-Man. I'm kidding. Um, let's see. Uh, honestly, can we say Lego Batman two and three are underrated? Yeah, I would. I hate to be like you know like kiddish, but Lego Batman, they're fun. I I started playing three when it came out, then I just stopped. There's a lot of Lego games that I think are actually very solid. And yeah, Force Awakens one was really good. Yeah, I actually I really like that one. Um, the reason why though I bring up underrated games is like one of my underrated like franchises as a whole. Um, they had the most recent game came out in 2019. It's yeah. called Ace Combat. Uh, so the most recent was Ace Combat 7. Uh, it's a <laughs> fighter jet game. And it's just like an arcade like f- flying game. It is so good. If you want to look it up, it's just Ace Combat. That's pretty much it. Um, but like the amount of effort and detail and the, the sound quality in this game is just so funny. That you didn't expect it from like a little from a game that you're just flying around in jets shooting down other planes. Oh, you know, I actually remember watching Lego Batman 3 uh, gameplay yeah. from my girlfriend playing it. Uh, the one problem I have with that game is how annoying it is when you switch characters to, like Wonder Woman and she starts flying and it's like starts her theme song. Like how annoying that was. Oh, yeah. Just, yeah. Well, besides yeah. that, I thought it was a really good game. I thought it was a really solid game. Yeah, I I. I'm a big Lego guy. You know, I, I have to admit that on camera. I get to, I'm a big Lego guy, both in video games and not. Um, what what um what other Star Wars video games were there were for Lego? Lego, there's there's the, the, the original trilogy. And they're making uh, a new the, one. The the prequels, the uh, complete, complete saga, complete and now saga. there's a there was the Force Awakens, and now there's a new one coming out. There's also there's a uh, next Lego game coming don't forget, out. Um, Lego Star Wars three, the Clone Wars. Um, yeah, based and off the TV show, they're gonna come out with a new Lego Star Wars game here. Yeah, the Skywalker up. Saga. Yeah. Okay. Which is uh, gonna be all nine movies and wow. as well as like DLC for like the Mandalorian and Bad Batch. In in Lego form or just regular game? Lego form. Karina, right. no one cares about your horsey games. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, Tyler Thunder in the chat board. Thank you so much for commenting. Uh, the free Stardew Valley updates are big and the game and game challenging just like no man's sky the big free 1.5 for stardew valley came out a few months ago and was huge i think the big free 1.6 update 
for Stardew Valley is in the works. I hope we see an area added in this and have a big free 1.6 update for Stardew City. I'm going to Google that. Star- yes, yes. Stardew Valley is um like that. Like I said, that's one one guy made by one guy, and it's like you just buy the game once and it's all free from there. Every content update is free for you. It doesn't Good. matter if you have to buy it again. It's all free. It's really nice. That's cool. I mean, I'm, I, I like I said, I'm again full disclaimer. I am like completely. I don't really know a lot of video games. That's why I have two guys talking about it with me. So, um, but yeah, like hopefully, I mean, Tyler Thunder, I hope that answers your question. Carl, you have any comments for Stardew, Stardew Valley? Stardew Valley? This game right here. Huh. Uh, no, I actually have not heard about that. Um, it's a, it, yeah, go ahead. It's a little game that you could get on Steam for like 20 bucks. Um, hmm. And it's like, I feel like it's worth every penny. It's just a game that you can just sit back and relax and play. Yeah, I, I think uh, it looks it looks pretty interesting. It reminds me of like the old school Mario. To be yeah, the some of the graphics. Yeah, the main focus is just you just build a farm. And that's it. You grow crops. That's cool. Is there and any it, horses? Yes, you can, you can get a horse in the game. Okay, Karina, that's another game you can get. Okay, Stardew Valley. Sweet. Um, any other games you guys can think of? Chat board. Any games you can think of that we, you want us to talk about tonight? Say, do you play the Fortnite song? <laughs> I love that song. Uh, maybe That's later. one of the biggest memes yeah. around right now is the Fortnite song. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, Stardew Valley is also for PS4, Switch, and Xbox One. Yep, it's oh. on all consoles pretty much. Really? Oh, okay. Yeah. Might have to do some farming. And, and it has multiplayer. Ooh. Oh, wow. That's yeah, pretty yeah. neat. Yeah, uh, it used to be single player, and then they have yeah. a multiplayer patch come out. Andrew, the three of us can play. <laughs> the three of us, yeah, we'll make like a walkthrough or something. We'll, we'll do a tutorial on how to go, go, grow a farm. I feel like her, like if my girlfriend joined, she would starve all of us to, to feed her horses in the game, though. So I don't know if she should join or uh, not. <laughs> and, and are there any new Mario games coming out? I don't you, think so. They're usually, um, actually, I don't think there is one right now that it, if there is one being made, Nintendo's always very tight lip about it. They never share what they're working on. Um, right. That's um, the most recent one, I think, was Odyssey, actually, which was 2017. I feel that was a launch, type, uh, launch year for Switch. Um, but that, that, was a, that was the last Prime Mario game. Very good. Don't, it's very good Mario game. But um, yeah, I don't think there's any other Mario games in development currently that I yeah, know Yeah, I don't, I don't think so. Like I said, Nintendo is always very tight-lipped about this stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I honestly think, how many more Mario Karts can you make? Mario I mean, Kart Eight. I, I, I would luck. Mario Kart Eight was a um a Wii U title that they ported to Switch. That doesn't that that's why it has a deluxe. Okay. Uh-huh. So the Switch doesn't have a Mario Kart game for you know that was made for the Switch. Like Eight was made for the Wii U that they brought to the Switch. There's not there, there wasn't there isn't a game that was made for just for the Nintendo Switch, if you know what I'm saying. Um, just uh, uh, any other comments from Mario? I don't, don't want to cut you off. No, that's good for me. Okay. Uh, Steam, uh, Tyler Thunder, thank you so much for chatting with us. Uh, Steambot Chronicles is another game, gem and another game that should be, should come back. Steambot Chronicles came out in, two, in 2005 for PS2. Steambot Chronicles was going to come out for PS3, but sadly got canceled due to the Japanese earthquake. Huh. I've never heard about that. I, I mean, Andrew, you heard of this? 
No, but it reminds me of um most of the PS2 games for that time. Um, I know, like, by the looks of it, it reminds me of, like, Shenmue and Final Fantasy or something like that. Um, yeah. And I, I've never really heard of this franchise before. I know of um, some developers, you know, that some developers have games that they just forgot about, you know, like Rockstar from the Bully franchise. No, no sequel to that one. Yeah. Um, but like, I remember there are some games that are just like, yeah, they have a game for the PS2 and like never seen again. Or like a Nintendo GameCube, never seen again. That was like the last game they've ever made for it. He says, you could do a lot in Steambar Chronicles. You, you could use mechs, play pool, invest in real estate, <laughs> play in a band. Yeah, that, sound, that, sound, that sounds very much like, like a Japanese RPG. <laughs> yeah, basically. I'm not, I never really got into Japanese games besides like Dragon Ball. I, I'm yeah. very hit or miss with them. Um, there are some really good ones. Um, but there's this, most of them, I, I, it ultimately depends on like who's the developer and is the gameplay fun and entertaining? Like, if it's a turn-based yeah. like RPG, I'm not that big of a fan of any. Yeah, and I never like turn-based RPGs really much. I like regular RPG games mostly. Yeah. Um, like games like Kingdom Hearts, that was a fun one I really enjoyed. Uh, the story does not make any sense at all, but the gameplay is fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can there. Yeah. Kingdom Hearts doesn't make a lot of sense, but I mean, a lot of people like it. So, yeah, I, I haven't played three yet, the the most recent one. But um, yeah, all I know is just like the story is just so confusing because it's one of those franchises where every game matters and you have to play every single game, even if it's on a different console. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, that's yeah. It's it, it's it, it it's kind of limiting like that. Right. He, I will say this. He did bring up the first thing he mentioned was The Sims. <laughs> yeah, we're going back now. But like, I, just, I he brought this up. I thought, you know, why not bring it up? Right, any thoughts on The Sims, guys? Really quick. I, I have a yeah. good friend that really likes The Sims franchise, yep. mainly because it's one of those games where you can just make your own characters and have fun with them. And I, you that's can kill um, them too. Oh yeah, you can kill, you kill them a bunch too. with them. That's great. Yeah. And it's just like yeah, you. Know, just make a bunch of characters and you dress it's just a dress-up game pretty much and some people really like that like yeah there's yeah. actually a I, I was surprised when i saw sims how in-depth the game was mm-hmm. i did not expect it to be like that like you know that in-depth it's kind of like an adult, an adult minecraft if yeah, you, if you think about it, you could like do your own character, create your own world it's a lot more in-depth like you could actually like buy vet hospitals you can like i get pets is like patience and uh, i saw a funny video where someone trapped all the pets in the, in, in, the, in the place and the pets never got home and i think the pets died eventually but it was i, I like you know, the one of um where, where if you put someone in a pool and you remove the pool ladder for them to get out they'll drown in the pool yeah 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 i know that's where i watched the sims is her three and four yeah I know the three has a little more options as far as you can. Yeah, have I know four. And, I know four is a little limiting. Yeah, three you could have like a lot of like models, like horses, or a lot of types of pets, or um, it's it's a more well well rounded game. Uh, and also, uh, Ghost of Tsushima. Uh, yeah, Ghost of Tsushima. Here, uh, type that in real quick. That's a that's a good game. 
Oh yeah, yeah, that's um I recommend. I have, so I I play I I own it. I haven't been it yet cuz I sort of dropped out with it. Um yeah. So here's the thing with Ghost of Tsushima. I it's a visually a beautiful game. Probably one of my favorite looking games, like the art style of it. There, there's mm. even like a game mode in which everything's in black and white. It's called like the Kira Kurosawa mode, which mm-hmm. is really cool. But um the thing was why I I, I, I kind of got bored with it honestly because of um I'm not a big fan of the gameplay loop. It's it's I'm it's I, I was a fan though, you know. Okay, keep going. I, I have something yeah, to say. So um yeah. for games it's it, when it when it comes to open world games, because this goes to assume is open world. I really have to be invested in the main story. And if I get bogged down side quest and you give me like five side quests to do, I'm going to either forget what's going on with the main story. Cause I want to focus on all the side quests before I do the story. Cause then, you know, I want to like level up and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But then that makes it feel boring. Cause I'm not doing the main story, which everyone's talking about. They love because it's very cinematic. Mm-hmm. And then it's just like, I, and then you get just go clear out like a outpost and mm-hmm. that will reveal a section of the map and more side quests appear on it. Like I, don't I, 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 something though I really appreciate about Ghost of Tsushima and this is coming from someone who has done sword martial arts, mm-hmm. not Japanese, but Korean, um, a little bit different, but um, they have all like, they have a bunch of stances, oh, yeah, a bunch yeah. of different ways to go at combat. It's very, the, the combat was in-depth. fun. Um, yeah. I, for me, for me uh, this might sound come across a little bit arrogant or something like that, but I felt it was a little too easy, so I had to increase the difficulty a bit. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, one thing that I absolutely loved about Ghost of Tsushima was the photo mode. It's a direct button on your controller that instantly engages to fo- the photo mode, and I just love mm-hmm. the stuff photo like mode. That. I've seen the editing in the photo mode. Yeah, Ghost of and- Tsushima. You know, I love Red Dead, but Ghost of Tsushima has the best photo mode I've yeah. ever seen. There is a, I love it when a game incorporates a photo mode with like one easy press. No Man's mm-hmm. Sky did it. Jedi Fallen Order did it in like a later patch that I absolutely loved. And then Ghost of Tsushima came out right with a launch. You're like, hey, press this button. You're going to engage your photo mode. It's not like a button combination, like it's tucked away. It's one yeah. button press photo mode right there i take a picture it's amazing it's uh you can change the weather you can change, yeah, you can change the, the weather the the, the the time of day if it's yeah. um, what type of effects are on the field it's really good looking it is yeah it it's some of the most beautiful stuff and, i've ever seen in the opening sequence is jaw dropping too yeah it's mm-hmm. like where the title card comes up and you just on your horse through a field and the, the music is swelling up and then the title yep. appears it's like that's really well done yeah, and it, it is, uh, I think it's a, a very, it's based off of, um, it's it's not the most historically accurate. It's actually mostly based off of old samurai movies. Because yeah, yeah. I know the Mongolians who are in the game never had that type of armor that they appear to have in the yeah. game. They, they were very light, like the armor the Mongolians wore was very light, leathery, uh, not mm-hmm. like the Japanese where you, I mean, you can see like right there, like, they have like they're fully decked out in armor. Uh, the Mongolians really never had that. They're mostly a horse, um, yeah, a, a horse uh, military, which was like mo- based on mobility, not really fighting with swords and spears and stuff. 
Um, but besides that, though, I, I thought the game was pretty good. I did like it more than The Last of Us 2. Yeah, exactly. I agree wholeheartedly on that. Yeah, Last of Us 2, I, I don't know if you want to talk about that. No, I don't want to talk. That's a, that's a bad place to talk thing. Yeah, yeah. It's, it, I think that could have been better. Um, but yeah, yeah Ghost of Tsushima thought was good. Uh, one thing I want to say about Ghost of Tsushima, though, um, is it's very interesting. I think there's a movie being made for it right now oh wow by uh the uh director of the john wick franchise oh and also the developers for the game have been recognized and made ambassadors for the real life island of tsushima mm-hmm. because the japanese people love the game so much and they saw it as in like for the period accurate for like the most part that they made them like ambassadors yeah so it's like that's really well deserved on their part also, one thing about Ghost of Tsushima, like, okay, now, speaking of, like, modeling in a game, I like the Red Dead horse model way better in, than in mm-hmm. Ghost of Tsushima, like, in every way. But the one thing I appreciate about Ghost of Tsushima is when you called your freaking horse, your horse is right there for you to get on. I remember in Red Dead how many times <laughs> I'd struggle with, I mean, even now, like, when I get in PvP fights where I'll be running away because I'm going towards the enemy and the horse is like taking a sweet time to get to me. We go to Shishima, the pathfinding for the horse to get right to you is so much better. Yeah. It's One thing, another thing also uh, I want to talk about the horses in uh, video games is when it comes to open world games and you have to collect resources and stuff like that, and you have a horse that you can ride around to travel faster. Mm-hmm. If you have the option to allow you got you, the player to pick up something from the ground that you don't have to dismount a horse for, implement it into the game like these guys did. Because I have that quality of life improvement for like other open world games where I don't have to dismount a horse to pick up a stick. Yeah. Was, was so relieving. I loved oh, it so yeah. much. Yeah. It was definitely nice. Like your horse did. Like I know with the. Uh, I. I the only reason I, I know it's biased to keep talking about Red Dead, but I know it's just the game with the best horse mechanics. I know with Red Dead, when you get to a certain point, your horse can pick up like certain items for you and give it to you in your hand for like flowers and um, stuff like that. It's it's very refreshing not having to constantly get off of your horse all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, yeah, I mean, I mean, I've seen so many games do it badly. Like, honestly, I love Skyrim, but it's horses are probably one of the worst horses I've ever had uh, played in gaming. It's the, the horses are fat and they're slow and like they're basically literally good for nothing. I mean, you just just think, I mean, also in a game where you can fast travel very easily, um, uh, there's not much you can do with it. So I, I appreciate how much uh, stuff they put into horses for Red Dead and Ghost of Tsushima and um, – I think it's definitely an improvement. They're, they're getting better, yeah. I think, at horses in open world games as time goes on. Are you, yeah, RDO2 has that for collector mode. You can pick up plants. Yeah, you can pick up plants from the ground. You can, uh, it, and it's way, it's so much easier than constantly getting off your horse to get a freaking flower. It's just, um, it's a lot, it's a lot better. So, yeah, hopefully as time goes on, they can still keep improving on that. I mean, even GTA did that with cars. I know I'm kind of like going back and forth, but uh, in like in Forza, Forza 2, uh, yeah. have you ever played Forza? 
No, I know it's, I know what it is though. Yeah, it, the car mechanics are getting better too. I mean, you have handling that's getting better. Yeah, uh, I know Forza, is, Forza Horizon 4 has like the most realistic. Oh my God. It, you can tune your car how you want. You can, uh, uh, the, the, the traveling aspect in games, I think are definitely improving as time goes on. It's not so generic. Um, I have a question. Would you rather a game have fast travel or like go by yourself? Uh, I mean, on a horse or, or um, a car or... If you uh, give me the option to fast travel, I will 100% take it. Yeah, um, same. I, the, the, I won't use it, like, all the time. But, like, if, no, like, to get to a point where I have not been before, I can't fast travel, I will do it. Mm. But if it's been to a place that I have been before, I will most likely uh, use the fast travel. I know, mm. Surprisingly, that was... You know, Red Dead single player, Red Dead 2 single player did not have fast travel per se it was only in like uh if you go to a train station or a stagecoach you can go to a certain point but most travel was done by horse that game that i was i was okay was not having like fast travel per se mm-hmm. but um if you give me an option to fast travel to a specific point where i need to go for like a quest or a mission i'm gonna go there yeah mm-hmm. what are you doing live the yeah i i saw you wanted to talk about that i haven't heard of this game you guys heard of this i have not <laughs> okay so hold on i gotta pull it up for it. this i'm showing this on i don't care i think, if I yeah, show this I think on the top camera. one this one yeah the teaser trailer hold on because i uh tyler thunder in the chat for no this is not the video hold on where's youtube hold on yeah hey, that's steam that seems right yeah that's what i wanted to do on here that way like okay hold on here brace yourself everyone we're doing something we've never done before. We're going to show a video on a video. Here we go. Here we go. Brace yourself. When it loads in. If it loads, my Wi-Fi is going to go so good. I mean, it looks cool. So it's like what, yeah, like a Sims game, pretty much. It's kind of like that, yeah. Cause I, have, I haven't heard of this game before. You know, this was um, this was an update for um, a game that was brought up before called Live the Life. Okay, so it sounds like yeah, a simulator. Uh, game. Uh, sorry, I had to bring this up because you know. Yeah, why not? Um, I have. I mean, have you guys heard about this game or no? no I have not. I have no. not heard about that. Okay, game. I wanted to show it just because you know why not. But um, yeah. Well, one person says they're a terrible life simulator. I hope not. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I, I I've never. I know like some like, simulator games, quote unquote, like for like in a somewhat niche, like like uh, I think like truck or like Euro simulator, like Euro trucker. I remember playing like stuff like Roblox, like dinosaur simulators <laughs> when I was a little kid. Okay, that's, that's, I mean, that's I, I usually on, only play the uh, Roblox. N- yeah, Roblox is the only game I play. Because, <laughs> uh, but seriously, I, I, I usually like animal simulators, like uh, honestly, usually dinosaurs or like something like that. Because I mean, people simulators, like I do like them. But some like sometimes I feel like it's just like real life stuff. You know what I mean? Like if I wanted to play 
like real life. That's why, like, I think when you make a simulator based on a time period where you haven't lived in or something you haven't experienced is a lot better than like a simulator based on 2020. Red Dead Redemption 2. Like that. Or, I mean, even like, uh, I mean, even like um, Assassin's Creed 3 or, or like Assassin's Creed. I know it's not a simulator, but I think when you pl- put games in eras that you haven't been in, stuff you haven't seen, yeah, like even dinosaur simulators. Potential. Yeah, it's more like, okay, I haven't ever seen this. So let's see this person's take on how things would have been during this time. You know, it's uh, a lot more interesting. I mean, I, I do like the Sims sometimes, but yeah, I like a certain niche of Sims uh, rather than, uh, you know, just regular life Sims. That's just my opinion on them, though. Okay. Yeah, I got you. Anything else, guys? Any other comments? Oh, really? Chat board, anything? How long have we been going for? An hour and a half. Wow. No, hold on. An hour, yeah, an hour and a half. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just want to say, can I just give a shout out to everyone who's been in the chat board? Kyle's girlfriend, <laughs> Tyler Thunder. You guys have been great. Bill Murphy was in the chat Good board job, earlier. Guys. You guys have been killing it tonight on the Super Review Show's live stream about video games. You guys are doing great. Hopefully, you guys are kicking some butt, you know? Doing great. Uh, any, any other, if you have any other video games, shout them out in the chat board now before we uh, we may sign off soon, depending on how late it gets. Mm-hmm. I think but, before um, we sign off, we talked about like our favorite video games of all time. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. You go first. Go ahead, Andrew. Uh, okay. So um, mine's a quite unique title. It's an indie game uh, called Hyperlight Drifter. Oh. Hyper, if I can type. Uh, yeah, that top one right there. If you want, it's as a as a like a pixel art sort of art style. It's a um, I guess the genre is called like a Metroidvania, which like you ex- basically you are exploring this the environment. Um, but the story for this game is told by the locations you go to. It's like it's, there's no actual line of dialogue in the game. It's all visual. It's like from where you travel, that then that's when you see what happened to the world. It's a very unique game. Um. It's only 20 bucks on Steam. It's an indie game at that. It has a very unique soundtrack and art style. I just absolutely adore. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you want to see what um you want to scroll down a little bit more, see what like what it looks like some bit. It's um it's made by an indie studio. Basically, I think around like a hundred or so guys, I believe. Um mm-hmm. ba- it's like I think sort of like the story is is in a way is about the main creator, like the guy of the game, the, the main developer is, because the main developer has this heart condition in real life that, you know, it basically is, it's, he has to take all this mess and basically keep on living. But um, in the game, you're basically, you're dying from this disease throughout the game. You're, you're, you're slowly dying over the course of time, pretty much. And you basically you have to save the world before eventually uh, you're, you, you die. Um, and it's corruption is just plaguing the world. You're going through this location to location, trying to um, get rid of this corruption. And it's just like the fast gameplay of it is just so good. And like the exploration part where you're just like going from one point to the next and like you're comboing your sword attack, the gun attack, and then going back to like a dash. It's very fast and it's very fun. Mm-hmm. I highly recommend this game. Mm-hmm. I think that's uh, I think it looks interesting to be honest. Um, 
I'd say for for my favorite game, uh, I'm not going to talk about Red Dead because you already know that's my favorite. So I'm going to actually do something else since we already talked about Red Dead so much. So let's – okay, this would be uh, probably the second most hours I put into a game. Uh, It's not the best game, but it's a guilty pleasure of mine. Um, It's this – it's this game. It's still – uh, it's gotten updates. A lot of updates is a lot better than it used to be. It's a, actually a comeback game, I guess, if we oh, want yeah. to call it that. Um, it's a strategy game. My brother plays this so much. He is one of the better players on this game. Is kind of known. Um, he's been on a lot of YouTubers' videos. Um, oh, wow. It's a strategy game, a unit-based game. You pick units, and you can... Uh, Oh yeah, like I like so like Age of Empires. Yeah, so yeah, is it turn based or like real time? No, real time. It's real time. Well, no, it's real time and turn based. So every country. So when you're out of the battle map, every country has a turn in Uh, terms of economic development, um, uh, purchasing of units and stuff like that. But once you go into Into a a battle, it's real time. It becomes real time. So that's cool. um, Yeah. So you basically have to flank. You have to – there's a lot of strategy to it. Some people on this game are insane um, with how quick they are with commands. Um, I feel like it's it's not as, like, in-depth as uh, in terms of, um, like, um, what's that one all those, like, uh, esports players play, like League of Legends. But it is, like, yeah. a light game in terms of strategy. Like, it, you lose use a lot of strategy. You try to go for cost-effective units. And in t- and there's like a bunch of different game modes. So there's PvP, there's uh, custom battles, there's campaigns. So you like say you play as Rome, you can take over all of Europe or Germany or Greece. Mm-hmm. Or it, it's it's an interesting game, and I would definitely recommend it. Or, or if not, if you don't want to play this game, just keep a eye on this franchise here. Oh yeah, I think I, I thought of this one. Total, Total War. War, yeah. So there's Warhammer Three coming out right now. Oh yeah, and then there's so, 40k that. Uh, Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like so I don't, don't think that. Yeah, and I th- just if you don't want to play Total War Rome two, just keep an eye on the Total War franchise. I'm sure they're going to come out with a good historical game soon. Hopefully, my brother's been telling me they will. And also, yeah, they just remastered the first Rome. Uh, okay. Yeah, I, is, I thought they were, like they did something with that. Yeah, recently. Yeah, <laughs> I prefer Rome two, but Rome remastered is also very very good. How much uh, hours do you have person. in it? Oh, I can't even remember, but it is definitely the second most game I've played behind Red Dead 2. Yeah, and so my like, third is probably Red Dead 1. But um, yeah, I, I definitely would recommend one of these games. I mean, a lot of history to learn from and stuff like that. So yeah, yeah it's my game. Yeah, so like, um, you was it, talk about hours and stuff like that. I know I said how I said like Hyperlight Drifter is my favorite game, but if yeah. I would say my most played game, that's going to be like Destiny 2. I have like on Steam, I have like over 200 hours into that game, and then of course on PlayStation, I I have no idea how much I, hours I have in that. I'm gonna see if I can pull up something. If you want to know how much I play Red Dead too much, I feel actually like hold up. If you so want to, I, I know I have over I got over 100 hours in 2020 alone for Destiny 2 on PlayStation, and I currently have over 200 hours on Steam. So it's like two different locations I I play on pretty much mm-hmm. because I have they have this thing called cross save. In which you can um, basically your your data is transferred depending on which system you play on. So I can I can play as my character on PlayStation. 
stop playing and I go up and play on my laptop and I, all of my progress is saved. So mm -hmm. I, it doesn't matter which console I play on. Um, I'm going to tell you how many kill player kills I have on. Hold on. Let me see if I can get to this. I think it's around uh, upwards of 70,000 player kills. Oh, wow. now. In, in Red Dead? Yeah. I wow. play a game way too much. 70,000. Yeah. So I probably have, oh, man, I almost played it every day for two years. Uh, yeah, probably like more than a. I don't know, maybe a thousand hours, I would say, yeah. And then Re Rome is somewhere like maybe 300, 400 on that. Mm -hmm. uh, I love both those games. So, yeah, nice, I nice. mean, uh, those are those are my picks. So, that be wrap, like wrap it up or? Uh, I'll share one really quick that I always have. Because I, yeah. I, I, I don't really, I, I guess, I, most, you know, I don't play video games at, at all, really. But like when I did, it was all that Lego Star Wars, the complete saga. Oh, oh yeah, and this is a just this is just a all. I'm not gonna go super into it, but like this is just an all around fun game. I love oh, it yeah. to death, and I think it's complete. I think it might be the best Star Wars Lego That's Star Wars game. Out there. Oh yeah, so hard. Uh, oh, it was so fun. good. Um, but yeah, like so. And before we wrap it up, too, I just want to say Tyler Thunder, and just want to give him a shout out. He's he's been a long time subscriber of us here at the Super Review Show for a long time, and he's wanted us to do video game kind of for a long time. So this is this, I'd like to dedicate this episode, this special to you, my good man, Tyler Thunder, this episode's for you. And it's and to cap off. I wanted to pull up the, so I didn't show the actual trailer, but the update, the update trailer, actually, I, I made a small mistake on that. That was my bad. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to pull up the, um, a different video. Um, that is, it, 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 it's like, it's like an extra 30 seconds. So it's not that long. One second. It is called, hold on, live the actual update here. Live the life. I've, what was it? Hold on. Ah, sorry. Stalling live on air. Uh, 0 0.3. Um, but he just, he pointed out to me something interesting about this game. This game is completely made by one person. This game is completely made by one person. And I wanted to show the actual trailer right here. So let's show it out. Uh, right here on the Super Show. Here we go. Oh, so, oh it's on the Unveil Engine. Hi, I'm John Diner Jr. <laughs> I've got a job Quality is dipping. No, but. There we go. Hopefully you do this to us. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, video games are an interesting point right now where it's like one guy can make something. If you know what to do, like how to program stuff, you can make it. Huh. That's something like I kind of want to try getting into, but like I, I don't think I have the skill set for. Yeah, I mean, it looks really cool to be honest with you. 
Yeah, um, so like that was made it looked like it was made in the Unreal Engine, which is like a gaming engine that you can. I think it's pretty much open source in which you can make whatever you want. That's actually pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, and he said it was made by one guy, which makes it even better. Um, but ultimately, guys, before we wrap things up for tonight, I just want to say thank you to all of you who watched tonight. You guys are amazing. Um, thank you for the people who rewatched this and see if you're looking for good video game content. I know there's IGN. I know there's all this other crap out there. But if you're looking for some good recommendations, I hope we gave a couple of you to you guys tonight. I want to thank the the fine gentleman joining me tonight, Mr. Andrew Schultz, right here, or Asthma of Earth, as he likes to be called here on the chat board. Thank you so much for coming, Asthma, the man. And Mr. Kyle, the forehead cushing is back. It's good to see you, of course. That's right. And uh, yeah, everyone, we guys, we hope you guys have have enjoyed this live stream. You guys are great. We I, I cannot emphasize that this is probably the most healthiest stream we've had probably all year so far. But let's keep it up. We'll see you guys next week live on the Superview Show for Mixed Bag next Wednesday. Hopefully you guys join us for that as well. And for all your video game content, keep it locked on the Superview Show. The J-Man and the crew are off to work. We'll do another stream like this at some point. I want to say probably and we'll talk about it in the coming weeks or so. I'll keep mm-hmm. you guys posted on that. I'm sure we'd love to all do this again. Yeah. I mean, another video game stream would be amazing. Um, talking about other games and just do it laid back like this one again. I'm sure uh, round yeah. three too would be good. To oh yeah, up. definitely. We'll we'll talk about it more in the coming weeks, and I'll keep you posted on what we decide to do moving forward. Again, thank you so much, everyone. You guys are awesome. Stay awesome. Stay safe and be cool. We'll see you guys next time.